Welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening as we conclude our celebration of Appendix End Month here on Kirby's Kids with none other than a world premiere, a release here this Friday, March 31st, of Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. And to celebrate this movie, this event, we are reviewing today Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, The Feast of the Moon, which is a prequel comic in support of the movie's release. Now, after reviewing that, I will also provide you with a spoiler-free review of the movie, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I was fortunate enough to take an early screening of the film, being an Amazon Prime member, and that was a fantastic perk, and loved being able to go to the theaters with my son, who is also a, a diehard D&D fan and tabletop role-playing game enthusiast and player. And we absolutely had a fantastic time. But first, let's delve into Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves, The Feast of the Moon. This had a release date of the 8th of March of 2023, earlier this month. The publisher is IDW Publishing. Our writers are Jeremy Lampert and Ellen Bonner. Artwork is done by Eduardo Ferrigadato. Paulo Santos and Guillermo Sana. Our coloring is done by Patricio Dopeche and Mattia Lacono. This, again, is in support of the release here of the movie. So, to put you in that mood, the stories in this first one, which is actually the Feast of the Moon, hence the title of this book. There's about 99 pages in this book total, I believe, in and about. Call it an even hundred. And it also has some nice perks in the back, too, as you're taking a look. You have these first story, which takes up about two-thirds. And then there's another story, which takes up the other third. And then the back couple pages of this fine work is some fantastic fan service. You have 3D character art of the Chris Pine character, Edgen, also of Holga, Forge, which we'll get to know all of these characters once we get into the comic. But I wanted to bring this out as my assessment an overview here of the presentation in this comic when you first pick it up and you're taking a look at it. Simon, Zenik, you have some movie stills thrown in here, which is really, really nice. As a matter of fact, this really is reminiscent of when Marvel was doing their super specials back in the day. And they would have a comic book that would accompany a film. Now, in, in that comic, it would almost spill the beans as far as what the film was about. The thing that I like about this one is that this is a prequel in support of the film, which takes some plot elements and supports them. So there is relevance here in reading this comic before going to see the film. Is it critical? No. But it does provide nice flavor, and I actually did that prior to viewing the film. You also have some props and some concept art that is included in here. They go into the whole comic process, give you an example from the writing to page layouts. You know, they show you the script 
given page layout, stage three inks, stage four colors, stage five letters, which is really cool. So uh, that's nice. And I-, I would actually encourage you before reading the comic book, go take that stuff in first, all the way in the back. Because I think it will add to your enjoyment and appreciation of the comic itself once you are looking at the artwork and seeing how really well put together this entire story is. So story-wise, th- this really has the feel, the tone of a beginner quest in D&D, which is great. It, it, you you have the group of adventurers and they're, they're a band of misfits and the cliche of we meet in a pub yeah it happens here you know meet in a tavern but in this first story there's a family the dwarven family who enlists the help of our characters who consist of a sorcerer a bard who has very roguish ways about him a barbarian and also a schemer in this and and a thief professional thief so the one thing they all have in common here is they are very adept at heists and pulling cons. And you see this very clearly in the story. So there's a really awesome chemistry that happens here in this comic book. And you don't normally say that, but I I can really affirm it having seen the movie. The leader of this group is Edgin, E-D-G-I-N, the Bard. Now, that's played on the big screen by Chris Pine. And in our story here, this prequel, Feast of the Moon, Edgen, and they call him Ed, wants to con everyone they come in contact with instead of actually deciding to help these poor people. Now, these poor people in this town are being taken advantage of. They're being stolen from. The family that they're trying to help actually has lost their father. So they're really down on their luck. So these bandits come in and they essentially shake down all the townspeople and have them give them all their valuables, any gold, jewelry, you name it. So our band of adventurers finds themselves pitted against bandits, undead, giant skeleton, draco liches, and throughout the course of, like I said, it's about two-thirds, about mm, six or so pages, there are key characters involved. Uh, Kira is introduced and she's actually the daughter of Edgen and she has a a pendant that she utilizes in order to make her invisible to protect her so there's an interesting dynamic going on here between the pair in this comic and it's one of father wanting to protect but she's got a bit of an edge to her. You don't know if there's some underlying tension between the two of them. So that's interesting. That, and that got my attention real quick. And there is also some foreshadowing here that happens with the actions of Simon the Sorcerer and the very, very uh, dominant barbarian, Holga. And in the movie, Justice Smith plays Simon the Sorcerer and Michelle Rodriguez plays the barbarian Holga. When looking at these dynamics here, because I don't want to give away the plot because that would lead too far into uh, the story. Other than to say, I think the strength of this story is that it establishes the adventuring party's chemistry. 
their predominant roles in how they interact with one another. And that effectively then translated to what I saw on the big screen when viewing Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Very key in all of this is Eduardo Ferragato in his rendering of the characters. He did a phenomenal job of capturing the essence, the looks of the characters, but not trying to attempt a photorealistic reproduction of the actors and actresses in the film. So it's a stylized interpretation done with a lot of taste and a lot of tact. I just, I can't say enough about how good that was executed. I got the point that these characters are who they are and I wasn't alarmed then when I went and saw the movie. I went, oh yeah, that looks like, that is kind of like, not a full-blown reproduction, if you will, of that actor or actress in the comic book. And I appreciate that because so many times those artists can fall short in that department and it really doesn't look like the actor or actress all that much. I think by taking stylized elements of these characters and doing an interpretation, that was very smart on his part. And that's also echoes to the art style here within the book. The art style is not one of trying to get into hyper detail, but just enough to capture the essence of who these characters are. I, I think the strength actually resides in the detail in the scenery and the equipment and the clothing and just maintaining a style consistency from panel to panel amongst the characters. So it, it's very, very good. It's very, very good. And so you're given almost a, I want to say an animated feature effect within this comic. Uh, some might call it cartoony. Uh, I, I tend to think that it's more like an animated feature. I kind of got the feeling when reading this comic that it was reminiscent in art style of the uh, Disney animated film, if you're familiar with Treasure Planet. And I, I thought it was along those lines. So I, I liked it. I, I really did. I, I, I thought it was very well executed. And the story has a bit of a predictable ending to it. But there is a twist just prior to getting to that ending, which I think you'll enjoy as a reader. Now, let's move over to our second story. And that one it comes in at about 20 pages or so. Maybe 25, 20, 25. And then the remainder of those pages are those fan service pages that I'd spoken of previously. But in this one, you have a story written by Ellen Bonner. The story opens up. The Evermores, Faerun, the tribe of the elk, and the cult of the dragon clashed antlers against fangs over a mythic artifact capable of breaking any enchantment, the helmet of disjunction. And that's the premise that this entire story is based off of. Now, what's great about this, this takes place in the Underdark. 
where you are introduced to a paladin, Zanuck. And on the big screen, that's played by uh, Regage, uh Jean Page. And he is on a quest to find a safe home for this incredibly powerful artifact, this Helmet of Disjunction. And while in the Underdark, he finds himself assisting a settlement of deep gnomes and their battle against elithids. So yes, you have mind flares and, and, and the like. So it's, it's the Underdark, it's elithids, and it is a paladin trying to get this helmet secure somewhere where no one else will get a hold of it and do something bad with it. So that's the premise there, and I'll just leave it at that. Now, the value to this story is that it has a direct correlation to the movie and a key element in it, and I'll leave it at that. So this one is fantastic to take in because you'll know exactly, ah, that is the context for what would happen then in the film. So let's now turn our attention to the film, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. When this was initially announced, I said, oh boy, we have another Dungeons and Dragons movie being attempted here. And let, let's face it, if we're really all honest, the previous efforts were big misfires. I don't think there has been an accurate Dungeons and Dragons movie yet done by D&D or Wizards of the Coast or TSR for that matter, if we're talking legacy. However, there are some fantastic movies that are reminiscent of D&D. I mean, first and foremost, if you're talking epic fantasy, you've got all of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies. If you're talking streaming, you're talking Game of Thrones. There's great elements in there. And there have been other contributions in the fantasy genre, everything from Harry Potter to other installments of fantasy that have come to the screen. And Dazzled Us, like The Witcher, for instance. So there's elements there. When I'm talking Harry Potter, that's elements because I know it's present day and, and all. But still, it's magic and you've got a castle and all that good stuff. So there's elements. There's DD elements there. Well, Honor Among Thieves did a lot right. First, they got John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein to not only develop the screenplay along with Michael Gilio, but to also direct. John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein co-direct this film. Now, what's great about this is that both of them understand Dungeons & Dragons. They're gamers. They love the tabletop role-playing game. They love the culture. They did also do the homework. They went up to Washington to meet with Wizards of the Coast to get the game designers and the keepers of the lore and the history of Dungeons and Dragons and did some really in-depth sessions. They then translated those experiences into some very effective script elements, which again, I will not get into spoilers other than to say they pulled it off, folks. 
we actually have our first real Dungeons and Dragons movie that captures the spirit of the game, the culture. When you're talking the Forgotten Realms, the elements are in there. And it is really a representation of a very rich lineage of mythology and lore that is uniquely Dungeons and Dragons. Signature monsters, in there, check. Humor, in there, check. Action, oh yes, in there, check. Heart, this movie has heart. It balances all of this superbly through a whip-smart script, the dialogue, the repartee amongst the adventuring party is amazing. I don't know if any of you have taken in the press junkets that have been happening surrounding this film, but Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, and Hugh Grant have a natural chemistry together that comes through when they are all being interviewed as a unit or they're answering questions that come up that are posed by people on the internet. Ray J. Jean Page, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis also exhibit that same amount of cohesiveness and chemistry and interaction as a group. Matter of fact, a big shout out to Ray J. Jean Page. He takes the prototypical paladin and fully delivers on it. He just does a great, great job in in fulfilling his honor, his code, his service. It's just great. Chris Pine, really phenomenal job as the leader of this fine party. Hugh Grant <laughs> playing Forge is a wonderful scoundrel. Michelle Rodriguez as the barbarian Holga is a badass. She is great. And oh, you know with her previous work how wonderful she is in action pictures. And boy, does she deliver. She's wonderful. Justice Smith does a, an incredible job in some wonderful comedic deliveries there as a sorceress and pulling off the magic. Yes, folks, they are true to the actual spells in Dungeons and Dragons. They adhere to the rule book. It is so cool to see these spells come to life on screen. Now, there's a lot of deep lore that is also given to the audience throughout the picture. And if you are a casual viewer of this movie and not a Dungeons and Dragons enthusiast or player of the game, you'll still enjoy it. But for diehard fans, you will understand the references. You will see so many Easter eggs in here. It will make your head spin. And that is true fan service coming through while also appealing to a wider audience, delivering on the action, the comedy, and the heart. So kudos to the entire cast of Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, and specifically, the writer-director team of John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. You guys knocked this one out of the park. And I would highly encourage all of you who enjoy 
fantasy action pictures with some comedy and heart thrown in there, go see Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. What is that? Facing the greatest evil the world has ever known. He's executing our people. This is unlike anything we've ever seen. What's trying to kill us this time? Pretty much everything. The magic is on a whole other level. We're outmatched. How are we gonna defeat them? I know what to do. I can ask corpses five questions and then they go back to being dead. Perlamon Tergatis. Maybe I'm not saying it right. Yuck. Wonderful. Were you killed in battle? Yes. Great. One more question, right? Yes. No, 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 that, that wasn't for you. Did that count as a question? Yes. Damn it. Only answer when I talk to you. Okay? Yes. Why did you say okay at the end of that? I didn't. Fantastic. Where's the shovel? 